0: Good morning to everyone, coming to you from the Summit Responsible Solutions Studios. Welcome to Better Lawns and Gardens. I'm Teresa Watkins, your personal horticulturist, landscape designer, and garden author. Well, we have a change of seasons here in Central Florida and North Florida. South Florida, you're still a wonderful paradise of tropical beauty. And we had a cold front come through on Wednesday, bringing temperatures in the 40s and 30s at night in some locations. And that's below average for this time of the year. Are you ready for winter? Well, some of our listeners may also be new to the Sunshine State and don't realize that north and central Florida do have a winter season, not a long one, and thankfully the sun shines the whole time it's cold. And so we really love that.
1: Lizzie, good morning. How are you? Good morning, uh, and uh, happy birthday. Thank you. You're I welcome.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to talk about that, but I just, I, you know, I have, um, I cel- uh, celebrate birthday with Sally Fields and also my cousin in Ireland, Johnny Boyle.
1: So happy birthday, Johnny. And uh, are, Lizzie, are you ready for Thanksgiving? I'm always ready for Thanksgiving. I just I all that's our one of our favorite eating holidays. I should say so. It, it mm-hmm.
0: is. Uh, it's it. It is my favorite holiday because I love to cook and uh, I love the turkey and we get the turkey with like eight legs and so <laughs> <laughs> so we can have turkey legs for a long time. So uh, we're gonna have a great show today for you, uh, Carol Hessfields. Uh, She wanted me to announce that tomorrow in Sebring at the Ag Center on George Boulevard, the Master Gardener Fall Festival is happening from 9 to 3. They are going to have a great, great festival. They're going to have the Heartland Beekeepers and the Central Florida Butterfly and Pollinator Club and so many other groups there. They're going to have a class on orchids. There's going to be lots of food, art, and supplies. So make sure that if you're in the Sebring area, You check it out, and I know you're going to have a great time. It's also a great resource for education and support if you are new to Florida for gardening, so it's wonderful. I wanted to give a shout-out to our new followers on Facebook and Instagram. Teresa, another Teresa, great name. Uh, Jeff and Emmanuel, Brick and Mike, thank you for liking our Facebook page and following us. Also, a a good morning to uh, Billy. Uh, with Duval Landscaping. I met him at a box store this week, and he was a super guy, and he told me he loves to listen to Better Lawns and Gardens, and so I thought that was great. Uh, thank you. And uh, to everyone who comments on our Better Lawns and Gardens page, thank you very much. If you haven't done that yet, you can go to our page and like it. Give us five stars and share with a friend. Always, you know, if you just talk to one person, especially if they're new in Florida, Tell them about
1: Better Lawns and Gardens and that they can listen every Saturday morning or to the podcast on iHeart. That's right. and That's the best marketing right now, right there is word of mouth. So It is. Yes. And we, we
0: have a lot of listeners that are doing that, and so we do appreciate it. This upcoming week, North Florida, uh, you're going to get rain and highs in the 50s with lows possibly in the mid-30s. Uh, it's not going to last too long. A Thanksgiving Day, you're going to be cloudy. But you're going to have a beautiful Thanksgiving fall weekend with uh, temperatures in the 60s. So that is going to be beautiful for you in North Florida. Central Florida, we have rain coming in tomorrow uh, for a few days with temperatures in the 70s and low in the 60s and 50s, depending on where you are. With another cold front coming next week with the highs in the 60s and 50s Thanksgiving weekend. And that to me is just a perfect fall Thanksgiving fall weather. I agree. I know. I'm so excited. Do you watch the parades?
1: Always. Always. Well, I mean, i okay. How about this? Uh, let me retrack that. I don't sit and watch them. I have it going uh, in the living room where I can see it yes. while I'm cooking so, in the kitchen. Cooking. And so, and my whole family knows to alert me whenever Snoopy comes on because that's my boy. Yeah. So <laughs>
0: <laughs> that, that's wonderful. I uh, do. So, uh, how early do you get up to start your Thanksgiving dinner?
1: It really, it really depends. So like this year I have enough time and we're not, we normally do our Thanksgiving at lunch. Right. Okay. So usually 11 o'clock, 12. So the rest of the family, they can go visit other people. But this year, uh, if we have family members who work retail and are going to not be off till 6 p.m. Thanksgiving. So I have all day to smoke the turkey all day. So sometimes I'll start the day before and Uh doing all the smoking and prepping and cutting and chopping and whatnot. And then... Usually, usually about four, three to four hours, maybe the longest I'll spend Thanksgiving morning cooking. So, oh. probably about seven o'clock.
0: Well, no, that's not too bad. I just remember when we were growing up in the 50s and 60s that people would get up like really, like three and four o'clock in the morning
1: to start cooking their turkeys so okay. that, that it would be ready. So, for those of you out there that do that, let me give you a suggestion. <laughs> if honestly, if you've Put enough butter and seal your turkey, and you cook it in the oven. And you start it before you go to bed. It will cook all night. If I'm just my temperature for my oven is 275, uh-huh. and that's you know a couple turkey breasts. I don't do the whole body; I just do the turkey breast right. um, all night. And then you wake up in the morning, and you're salivating because by then the meat is falling off of it. It had a chance to steam with the butter in it. If you seal it, so there's yes. no having to baste it. And right. I do it breast down. And when we wake up in that morning, Thanksgiving morning, it's already ready to go. All Uh, I got to do is try to keep it warm. I I want some turkey right now. Want some turkey right now. (laughs)
0: Me too. Let me get back to the weather. South Florida, you have beautiful temperatures in the 80s this week, but you're getting chances of rain nearly every day. So no need to irrigate. Good news for you gardeners that love cooler temperatures. 70s during the day and 60s and possible few 50s at night for a few days. So, I'd love to have you call us, 1-888-455-2967, from the Summit Responsible Solutions Studios. If it's Saturday morning, you're listening to Better Lawns and Gardens, and this is Florida's Talk and Entertainment Network.
2: Family's health insurance, it's not worth it. If you're self employed or now need affordable health insurance, call right now and learn for free how to get it. Listen, affordable health insurance plans for everyone just like you are a free phone call away. So give us a shout right now.
3: 800 398 0651. 800 398 0651. 800 398 0651. That's 800-398-0651. If you don't have a health plan through your employer, you can still get quality health insurance through the federal
2: marketplace. Not sure where to begin? A navigator can help you cut through the clutter. There's no obligation and getting help is always free. Open enrollment ends on January 15th. So don't wait, it's easy. From your mobile phone, dial pound 250 and say the keyword navigator. You'll have the option to receive a one-time auto-dial text message from iHeartMedia. That's Pound 250 Navigator.
4: If you have ever thought about remodeling your bathroom but were worried it would take too long or cost too much, then stop worrying. Right now, Jacuzzi Bath Remodel has designed a collection of high-quality custom products and perfected the one-day remodeling experience so you can enjoy your new bathroom faster than ever before. It's a worry-free bath remodel from the most trusted brand name in the business, Jacuzzi. A Jacuzzi bath system fits in your existing tub space. It's a no-mess installation with an amazing style selection, factory-certified installers, and a limited lifetime warranty. Call 800-517-6580, 800-517-6580 right now and get 50% off installations with no interest and no payments for 12 months. Replace that old bathtub today with a walk-in shower for a safer bathing experience. If you have lived in your home for over 15 years, it's time to remodel your bathroom. For a virtual or in-home appointment, call 800-517-6580. That's 800-517-6580. 800-517-6580.
0: Welcome back to Better Lawns and Gardens. I'm Teresa Watkins. I'm a horticulturist, landscape designer, garden author. I'm here to answer your gardening questions. But right now, we are talking about winter. Are you ready for winter in your landscape? And do you know what to do when a freeze is predicted? Well, with us right now is Jeremy Roden. Jeremy Roden is the Urban and Residential Horticultural Agent and Master Gardener Volunteer Coordinator for the University of Florida Institute of Food and Agricultural Sciences Extension Office in Marion County. Jeremy graduated from the University of Florida, go Gators, and he has a major in agricultural education, and he specializes in hydroponics, vegetable gardening, and ornamentals landscaping. And so he is with us right now. Good morning, Jeremy. Thank you so much for joining us. Good morning. How are morning. you? morning, yes.
5: Thank you. I'm doing well. Thank you for having me today. I'm excited to be here.
0: Well, that's wonderful. Your knowledge and all of your specializations make you an invaluable resource for Marion County. How long have you been with IFAS?
5: Uh, I actually started with IFAS in January of this past year, so um, a little uh,
0: less than a year now. Oh, how wonderful. Well, we're glad to have you there, so that's wonderful. We received a cold front this week that brought an early touch of winter. How cold did it get up in Acala?
5: So it got pretty chilly. Um, In fact, on Thursday, it got down to 41 degrees in some parts of Ocala. um, And this morning, even, uh, we have some weather stations that are reporting that around 2 or 3 a.m. this morning, it got down to 39. Now, it doesn't necessarily feel that way now. Um, I think right now we're registering around 48, but it certainly did uh, have me going to my calls and pulling out some warmer clothing <laughs> that, you know, typically don't wear throughout the year. No, I, I could remember app- even.
0: I could appreciate well Well, after Ian, we had another blast of cooler temperatures, which we usually don't see after a hurricane. And this week we're seeing temperatures in the 40. Is this normal for, for November? It's actually a
5: little chillier than normal. Um, we do occasionally get uh, some temperatures this low in November, but for the most part, we... Typically, average high seventies with lows in the mid fifties. So, what we're seeing right now, this past week, as well as to be expected next week, and as you said, what we saw after Hurricane Ian, it's it's been a little chillier than normal. Um, and I think most Floridians, if they're like me, they probably appreciate it uh, for the most part. But um, too cold is just is not too fun.
0: <laughs> right, I, I understand that. So, you know, with for people that are new to Florida and they don't realize that we do get freezes. There is a tropical and a subtropical. Part of our state. Just what is the difference between tropical and subtropical?
5: Well, you know, Florida people joke around often and say that it's like multiple states within one. It really is. If you look at the flora and even the fauna that we have in North Florida and Central Florida compared to what we have in South Florida, in many cases they're very different. Um, and so kind of like what we look at is if you look kind of below Lake Okeechobee, which is right down in South Florida, pretty much everything south of Lake Okeechobee we kind of consider to be more tropical. And you, as I mentioned, you can tell just by looking at the foliage and the plant matter that's growing down there as opposed to what we see in north and central Florida. And then pretty much everything north of Lake Okeechobee we consider the subtropical So it's just a little bit different. We have a little bit warmer temperatures up here, different wildlife, different uh, plant matter that can grow up here just because of the temperature range we have up here compared to the tropical area in South Florida.
0: And, but we have some um, people that from South Florida move up to, you know, north and central Florida, and they think that we can still grow the papayas and the mangoes. And if you look at the <laughs> landscapes and the lychees, and, and so if you look at the landscapes, though, so for about five or six years, we have beautiful papayas and mangoes and lychee growing. But that tells me we haven't had a freeze, right?
5: Correct. Yes. Um, in fact, in our demonstration gardens at our office, we have quite a, uh, quite a few papaya trees, banana trees, several other things that are growing right now. Um, we did get a little bit of damage last winter as I was coming on board with IFAS, but nothing so severe that they weren't continuously growing. And so, um, uh, this year, you know, I think it's going to be a bit different. They're expecting a colder winter this year, and so we're expecting freezes sooner and possibly even more freezes than what we had in the past few winters. So
0: so when you say freezes sooner, Jeremy, do, w- w- when should we expect to freeze? Well, you know, um, typically in December, we may get
5: one freeze, uh, but it's it's not very often. Typically, we see that in January going into February. That's when we get most of our freezing temperatures. But with experts predicting this to be a colder winter than normal and just kind of looking at what I've already found online of what they're predicting, like in the Farmer's Almanac for December, I think it's very well possible that we could certainly see a freeze sometime in the month of December.
0: Wow. Okay. Well, we'll be prepared. So, protecting our landscape. What can our our audience use in their in their um, landscapes for their plants to protect them?
5: Yeah, absolutely. So, there's many different things you can do. Um, you know, Lowe's and Home Depot, our our boxware store, or excuse me, uh, box stores. They are selling now all sorts of different uh, frost cloths you can use. You can access them online with different stores and shopping online. They work really well. But even just old towels and sheets that you're not using will work really well. But the key is you want to make sure that you fully cover your plants um, from the ground up. You know, there's also been this whole idea of using plastic you know, it might in some way provide a little bit of warmth. But remember, plastic is much thinner compared to clothing or any type of cloth. And not only that, but it's also a pretty bad waste product. So anytime we can avoid using plastic, we try to. And then to make matters worse, it also collects a lot of condensation on the inside, um, which can promote fungal growth in your plants, which is the last thing they need when they're trying to survive winter cold. So um, I definitely recommend using things like your towels, your sheets, uh, any type of frost coffee you can find. I've even used old flower pots, like big flower pots that are clay flower pots, to put over smaller plants. They work very well. Oh, that would be um, like using
0: also- a, a cloche, you know, so those yeah, glass jars.
5: Right, exactly. And I have certainly done that before. I've even taken, um, and when I've been desperate, even taken big mixing bowls and things from the kitchen <laughs> to cover some of my crops when I, you know, started growing winter crops and things of that nature in my uh, vegetable garden. So, uh, certainly consider that. You also, for um, other plants, like I have this really big Ocuba plant, which is a tropical, believe it or not, but um, I have it in my subtropical climate and I have it on my back patio and it has gotten so large, I cannot move it in. So what I typically tend to do is wrap uh, tr- typical fluorescent Christmas lights around it, uh, which do get warm and they keep the plant warm enough throughout the season uh, during the winter and the cold that uh, it. it has no problem with surviving um i still cover it up as best i can but um anytime you want to cover things up that's you know just try to keep the cover off of the foliage as best as possible uh but yes those incandescent lights do work really well leds do not really get very warm uh they're pretty but they don't get very warm so they won't (laughs) provide much warmth for the plant so those are just a few options um you certainly can try to do that
0: all right. Well, so I love that because do not use LEDs. They're not going to work. Um, and you don't want the the material to touch the foliage because if the, the material freezes, then the, the foliage is going to freeze, right? Correct.
5: Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Okay.
0: And so I have seen people covering palm trees. I've seen them covering the top. I've seen them covering the bottom. How should <laughs> you cover those Phoenix Robellinis up in North Florida area or even here in Central Florida or South Florida? Because South Florida, I've seen it snow there.
5: Yeah, so, I mean, like, you know, the best thing you can do for your palms, your citrus, anything of that nature that's in danger of freeze is you want to try to cover it from the foliage all the way down to the ground. You really want that root stock well-protected um and the same goes for your palm trees now i know that's very difficult when you have these really large massive palm trees but um you know the best thing you can do is try to protect the root stock and the root of the plant and covering it from the top to the bottom is the best i we often see people do what's called volley popping which is where they cover the top part of the the canopy and then they tie it to the tie the sheet or the cloth to the trunk of the tree and just the foliage is covered but that's not truly protecting the plant the idea is that the heat from the soil is going to raise up into your covered area and keep your plant heated. So if you don't have that covering going all the way down to the soil, then you're losing that heat just to the air. So
0: great advice. I really like that. So now should plants, you know, sometimes with people who have family up north, they like to show that we get freezes and the icicles are hanging from our plants. And so they turn the irrigation on during the freeze. Is that recommended? So,
5: no, and, you know, this. people get a little confused by this. Um, On large-scale farms, such as really large citrus farms, um, even vegetable farms, things of that nature, you may very well see irrigation running during freezing temperatures. And the reason for this is because that is actually the best way to protect those crops because what that does uh, by running the irrigation throughout the entirety of the freezing temperature time until they are back into a safe temperature zone, um, what that does is... As the <clears throat> excuse me, as the water gives up heat to become solid or to become an ice, it does provide heat to the environment that it's in. So when you're watering a whole area like citrus groves or your vegetable plots, um, you are keeping heat in that area, but it's right at 32 degrees. It's right at freezing temperature. And your plants become encapsulated with ice and they stay at that 32 degrees. So your plants will certainly have some damage. But typically by being encapsulated in that ice, uh, they stay at 32 degrees and does not get any lower. And then as temperatures go back up, the ice melts off, and the plants can pick up from there. But when you turn that irrigation off in the middle of watering, or excuse me, in the middle of the cold temperature zones, um, eventually your plants will just freeze and die off. They have to have that consistent irrigation in order to maintain warm temperature because they have to have that consistent energy of the um, excuse me, of the heat escaping water to turn into a solid. And that's going to get very really to expensive.
0: Pick, that gets
5: expensive with the water bill. It's very expensive, and it's, it's a, as much as I hate to say it, it's a very big unnecessary use of water for most homeowners and landscapers. So that's not something I think anybody needs to worry about or should even try to do. And if you're just doing it for the fun to see to see ice um, on your plants, just remember that can be harmful to your plants. So you want to try to avoid that as best as possible. Um, it's one thing if you're using irrigation as a protectant from from um, freezing temperatures on large scales, like such as farms, as I mentioned. But if you're in the regular home landscape, my recommendation would be to find frost cloth, those blankets, things of that nature. That's going to be best suited for you and have better results than what the ice will be. Because remember, the ice still gets to 32 degrees. Your plants will still see some sort of damage. With frost cloth and you know heat lamps or some lights, Christmas lights, those things hopefully can keep your plants above that 32-degree temperature and keep them safer.
0: That's wonderful, Jeremy. Real quick, where can people find out more information from IFAS on on how to protect their landscape or get in touch with Marion County Extension?
5: Absolutely. So UF has a website called Ask IFAS, and you can go on there and you can literally type in anything you want on there, and anything related to those particular words you type will pop up. Uh, I like to go to Google myself, and I just start every search with UF IFAS, and then I type in my search, and it brings up everything I can find. If UF doesn't have anything on it, just type in what you're looking for and type .edu or Land Grant University, and you'll get publications from other Land Grant Universities throughout the country.
0: Thank you so much, Jeremy. IFAS is really just blessed to have you, so we do appreciate it. I hope you come on after the winter, you know, January, February, and tell us what to do with our frozen plants. (laughs)
5: Absolutely. Thank you for having me. You're welcome.
0: We're going to take a quick break right now. It's a perfect time to get on uh, with your questions. 1-888-455-2967. Or you can text 23680. I'm Teresa Watkins from Summit Responsible Solutions Studios. If it's Saturday morning, you're listening to Better Lawns and Gardens. And this is Florida's Talk and Entertainment Network.
4: Call Rate Genius
3: now. 800-811-7913. 800-811-7913. 800-811-7913. That's 800-811-7913. Not all applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms, including APR, are determined at the time of your application based on creditworthiness,
6: value of the vehicle, loan term, and other factors.
2: If you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. If you test and inject daily,
3: you may qualify. Call US Med now to learn more. 800 513 1652. 800 513 1652. That's 800 513 1652. Do you need to get your hands on some extra money right now? Maybe $25,000 or more? If you're a homeowner, now is a perfect time to get cash out while homes in many neighborhoods like yours have gone up in value. You can use the money for anything. It's yours. You can buy an investment property, pay off higher interest debt, or make home improvements. If you need $25,000, $50,000, or more, now is the time. Home values are up, and so is your equity. We offer you a way to use it. No need to use your savings. Call New American Funding now and see how much cash out you can get. Call 800-712-8082. 800-712-8082, 800-712-8082, that's 800-712-8082. NMLS 6606, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org This is not an offer or commitment to lend. Subject to borrower and property qualifications. Not all borrowers will qualify. Terms and conditions apply. Equal housing opportunity.
2: Are you a homeowner and need extra cash to pay off debt, medical bills, education expenses? Or are you planning for retirement? Homeowners like us have most of our money tied up in our homes. But what good does it do if you can't access your money with a real-life checkbook? Easy Knock offers a new way of getting cash out of your home. They buy it from you, and you stay in your home as a renter. And depending on your program, you can also buy it back at any time. If your credit score is not perfect, don't worry. Easy Knock can still help you get the cash you need. If your home is valued at $100,000 or more, take five minutes of your time to learn how to convert the equity in your home into cash. Give easy knock a
3: call right now. 800-382-7624. 800-382-7624. 800-382-7624. 800-382-7624 that's 800-382-7624. Life can be full of risks.
2: If you or someone in your family has developed a serious illness, including various forms of cancer, call this Camp Lejeune Legal Support Line right now. You can't turn back the clock and change what happened,
3: but you can certainly call right now and learn your rights as a Marine. Here's the number. Call 800-363-7934. 800-363-7934. That's 800-363-7934. Paid for by Legal Alert Line.
0: Welcome back to Better Lawns and Gardens. I'm Teresa Watkins and I if you have a gardening question, you can give us a call, 888 455 2967 or you can text me at 23680. I'd like to say thank you to Jeremy Roden for coming on this morning and, and helping us. And you know, you want to take the freezes, you know, seriously. And you know, what I do is at the beginning of the week on Sundays, I look at the weather. And if I see that we're going to get those cold temperatures or a freeze coming down, because we can predict those cold fronts. We can see them coming down from, you know, Georgia and, 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 and North Carolina, but then also coming over from Texas. And we can predict that we are going to have a freeze. And that gives you two to three days to prepare your your landscape. So it's, um, you know, follow Jeremy's advice and make sure you're doing it correctly. And you can always give us a call here. At uh, Better Lawns and Gardens, I'd like to say good morning to Lisa in Port Orange, and uh, she's um, hoping that the lows next week don't get much below fifty. In Port Orange, they're not—you know—kind of looking at it. It looks like you're going to be up in the mid to high sixties during the day, and mid to low fifties at night. So, um, you know, you don't have to bring your orchids in now, but you—that cold snap could, you know, encourage them to bloom a little bit. That. 20 degree temperature drop that we've had over the last uh, few weeks. Um, It's going to help them bloom, but uh, you want to make sure that you can take them in very quickly. And also, we got to remember microclimates. Some parts of Port Orange may get lower than 50. So, you know, I would, you know, kind of be, if it gets to be really 50s, like it is tonight, and then next weekend, next Saturday night, it'll be in the low 50s. I might uh, just try and protect my orchids and if I can bring them in, or you want to cover them with frost blankets and blankets over the tree branches. So, triple eight, one triple eight, four five five two nine six seven. If you're in the uh, gardenery, we'd love to talk with you. Judy Bryson, she um, sent an email in that said her leaves have a gray blight on them. What can I spray on them? Thank you for emailing your question, Judy, and thank you for the photographs. Uh, your Mexican petunia has or blight you're very correct about that it's called rotritis blight which is very common with um, Mexican petunias and it comes from having moist humid conditions so um, I would ask a couple of questions one what time of the day are you watering at and you don't want to water in the early morning hours like you know we say at night time so no watering at night so from four um, o'clock through you know five o'clock in the morning, it's not really good to water because we are humid here in Florida most of the year. And then that causes, you know, it creates conditions that are uh, susceptible to, uh, to disease issues. And then also too, we just had those two hurricanes. So, you know, we can't help getting the water then. And if your plants were underwater or if you're over watering, then you can be susceptible. And then also having good air circulation. This is very important. So you don't want your plants to be too squeezed in or between houses where there's just no air circulation or underneath a tree that's really low-hanging. That just creates, again, the conditions for disease. So what should you do? Once you have the fungal issues, the disease, you can't get rid of it. And so I would deadhead and remove all of the disease portions of the Mexican petunias. So I would cut them down to probably five to six inches and very carefully remove everything out, bag it, and uh, don't put it in the compost pile. Just bag it and throw it away. and uh, And then just let them come back. So reduce the water in the area, provide more good air circulation, and then we're going into drier temperatures, so you shouldn't see it again until next year, if that, and if you start to get it next year, or if you think that you're, we're having a lot of rain at night, uh, then you can go ahead and use a preventative fungal spray. Okay. A fungicide. All right. So that's a very good question, Judy. Thank you so much for texting it to us. And, uh, so, um, that would be wonderful. Uh, what can you be doing this time of the year? It's November. And in November, you know, it's it's we're right at the very end. We're seeing these cooler temperatures. It is time to prepare for winter. Prepare your gardens, your raised beds, your landscapes for winter time. So that means, you know, if you're starting to see your summer vegetables decline, you should, with all the rain we've had, and you know the colder temperatures, they should be declining. Remove those and start adding your cool season vegetables. Uh, and then also too, you can plant your herbs. And herbs are really, um, they love this time of the year in the garden. And so they love the 60s and 50s and during the daytime. And they don't really mind too much cold weather. Basil doesn't like freezing, but our herbs should be doing just fine. So time to pay attention to your citrus trees. Okay, so your early citrus trees are ready to harvest. So you can be looking at your tangerines and different types of grapefruit that are early. And then also, how do you tell when it's ripe? Well, you just pick one off the tree and taste it. Yes. You know, it just depends on, you know, your tree, your carrot is, and what variety it is. Just take one off, taste it, and you'll be able to tell if it's ripe or if you have to wait a few weeks. Uh, Feeding time for citrus is over with, and other fruit trees you don't want to fertilize right now. They're going to go into their dormant season, and, uh, you know, no need to, you know, increase budding right now. Also, watering your citrus with the rainfall we're getting over the next few weeks. Um, you know, just judge whether you need to water or not. Um, the citrus trees like it dry once or twice a week, and right now we're under water restrictions in most of the area uh, of the state, and you can only water once a time to- once a week anyway. Uh, so but that's good for uh, for citrus. If you have papayas, you want to p- put seeds, you can go ahead and plant them and in your containers or in seeding, uh, you know, the little trays, and they'll be ready for uh, planting in the springtime. And then you don't want to cut any of your fruit trees, okay? So your fruit trees you do not want to cut, and uh, that uh, right now that'll be good. Good deal. So uh, then we have... I have a dead cherry tomato plant in a seven-gallon pot. Can I lift the entire contents root ball out by the stem, discard all, break up root ball, replenish soil, and reuse, or what to do with it? Compost it. Oh, okay. okay. compost it, uh, J-A-C, in Cocoa Beach. Uh, You know, there's no reason. It's not going to carry over, and if it's looking dead now, it's not going to look any better in the springtime. You (laughs) want to start off with a new plant. We're going to be back with more of Better Lawns and Gardens. You can give us a call, 1 888 455 2967, or you can text me at 23680. I'm Teresa Watkins. You're listening to Better Lawns and Gardens, and this is Florida's Talk and Entertainment Network.
6: Oh, and what
2: can I get you, little girl?
4: Well, Santa, I'd love to get an apple tree and peach tree and a blueberry bush and herbs, too.
6: That's a lot for the elves to handle. Oh,
4: Santa, just stop by Quality Green Specialist.
2: Plants and flowers always make beautiful holiday gifts. Head on over to Quality Green Specialist's new location at 335 West Michigan Avenue in DeLand or at qualitygreenspecialist.com.
3: Great plants, sustainable products, friendly expert advice.
4: You know, I thought you'd be into gardening, Santa. Why? Because you like to ho-ho-ho.
6: <laughs>
3: There's a problem if you drink and drive a boat. <laughs> it never just affects you. Boating under the influence is illegal and dangerous. Save lives
2: by staying sober. Learn more about Florida's boating laws at myfwc.com.
3: Brought to you by the FWC Division of Law Enforcement.
1: companies and medicare we offer free shipping 90-day supplies and we bill your insurance call us today for a free benefits check
3: 800-513-1652 800-513-1652 800-513-1652. That's 800-513-1652. Beko's
4: new line of dishwashers feature Corner Intense, the first sprayer that cleans all the way to the corners. Beko achieves this performance using 50% less water and 25% less energy than U.S. standards for dishwashers, which is why when you choose Beko, you not only get cleaner dishes, but you're making the planet cleaner too. Save energy and money with gift card rebates up to $200 on eligible models. Until December 31st. Visit Beko.com for more details. That's V E K O.com.
0: The holidays are a great time to be reunited with friends and family. But as you travel this holiday season, be sure your car is road-ready. Tires are your car's first defense on the road. Checking your tire pressure before your trip can help ensure you get to your destination safely. With proper care and maintenance, they'll keep you safely motoring along Florida's highways. For more holiday travel tips, visit FLHSMV.gov. Remember, safety is always in season. Brought to you by the Florida Department of Highway Safety and Motor Vehicles.
3: Call right now, that number is 800-485-6003.
0: Welcome back to Better Lawns and Gardens. And if you are in an area that will freeze, you want to get your frost blanket now, your frost cloth now, find your nurseries, uh, go to your nurseries, your box stores, And, you know, you buy it by the roll, so you can just pull it out and wrap your plant. So you got to determine how much you're going to need. And the good thing about it is once you buy it, it can be folded up, you know, dried, folded up, and put away for next year. Oh, good stuff. You can use it over and over and over again each year. So it's a really good gardening tool to have on hand. You can also get it online, too, as well. And remember, if you want to text, uh, make sure you let me know your name, your city, that you know have a perfect text. Let's go to David in California. Good morning, David. How are you? Oh, morning,
6: Teresa. Yeah, I was uh, hearing about this awful condition where uh, things really get cold. Do they? They do. We do get cold. I've seen it get down to 18
0: degrees here, and snow lay on the ground till one o'clock in the afternoon.
6: You know, I used to live in Colorado, and it got to 44 below one year, and it was a little scary.
0: I I, I can imagine that. And you know, Buffalo this week looked a little scary
6: yeah well, what I was thinking about, you know these uh greenhouses you can do sort of temporary ones if you put some uh, stout uh boards against leaning them against the house like a forty five degree angle and uh-huh. put on some like plastic wrap, you might be able to save the, your potted stuff for an extra couple of weeks or or even a month or something if you you know had good luck with it. And, uh, you know, lean him on the south face of a house. Are there uh, companies that will make, like, temporary uh, uh, greenhouse sort of ideas?
0: Yeah, some that you can just put up, the portable ones that you can put up and then, you know, un, you know unbreak, or break down and, and pack away. Yeah, there are. And uh, you can find them online. Just look for portable greenhouses or uh, greenhouse kits, and you can, uh, you know, Google those, and you'll see some come up.
6: Well, the reason it comes to mind, you know, paying attention to the Ukraine, that's supposed to be 25% of the world's topsoil. And uh, so, so many countries depend on on, uh, their food from the Ukraine, and if they can't get in a crop this year or next, uh, you know, anything we can do locally is going to save you maybe thousands of dollars. So uh, those little greenhouses uh, might be a part of saving what, you know, I don't know about the tomatoes. Uh, Certain things might make it, dependent on your listenership. Oh, no,
0: I agree. And so, you know, growing your own food is always a good thing. It's just, you you know, it makes you, you know, uh, more self-sufficient and not dependent on stores. And so if you can raise your own, at least, green vegetables and your know, salad you know makings, which are good this time of the year, and your cold winter vegetables that will make good hearty stews and soups, it's always a good thing. So thank you so much, David, for calling and for listening sure. in California. Call me back again. My Thanks. pleasure. Bye-bye. Uh, let's go to Dan and Madison. Good morning, Dan. How can I help you?
6: morning. I have some citrus trees, uh, tatsumas, and... I keep getting a lot of growth out of the rootstock. Is there any way of stopping that number one?
0: Yes, you can just go ahead and sometimes that that does happen. Anything below you just want to kind of rub off or cut off in you know anything below the root graft uh and that'll take you know if if you let that continue to grow, it'll sap energy and nutrients from the from the main plant. So yes, please cut it off.
6: When I do that, I do it about every every other month. I'm a truck driver. Uh-huh. So every time I go, home, it's like I've got to nip these off, and sometimes I forget about it. And they're, and they're six, eight inches tall. But this has been going on for well, ever since I put them in the ground. And the trees aren't really growing much. And I'm thinking all the energy is being sucked off by these.
0: Yeah. Um. How often do you fertilize it?
6: Probably not enough.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you didn't answer my question. <laughs> Mine? Uh, that I'm, you know, so
6: to be a politician. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and so <laughs> that's
0: wonderful. Uh, yeah, so so the citrus, the root or the graft portion is very strong, and that's a good thing. And so, but it can take over if you're not getting enough nutrition to the upper portion. So I would definitely, citrus likes to be, you know, fertilized or, you know, provided nutrients every three to four months. Uh, you know, so one pound per caliper inch. And it's a little late to be doing that now, but next year, starting next year, you want to you make sure that you're on schedule with fertilizing and see how it does.
6: What about tree spikes?
0: You know, I'm kind of not, I'm really, really, really um, not a fan of them because they just go right there, and if you're, you know, how how does it get to the other side? So they're expensive to put them, like, every three to four inches, and if you've got a large tree, you know, that gets to be expensive. So I like slow-release fertilizers. I like granules that you put down on the ground, and, you know, you can spread it out a little bit easier.
6: Okay. Now, on on the same set suma, during the spring, can I air root a branch of that satsuma instead of having a root graft? Um, you know,
0: um, I, I'm going to tell you no, only because that root graft is going to keep it. Um, you know, um, it protects it from the uh, winter time, so it's very hardy and and disease resistant, and it's and it's going to protect it from the freeze. You can try it and see. I just don't know how good the fruit's going to be. Okay. Okay.
5: All right, Dan. Try it and
0: let us know. Okay. <laughs> Dan, you'll be our All guinea right. pig, okay?
6: <laughs> All right, I'll try that. All right, thank you.
0: Thank you so much. I appreciate that. It's wonderful. You know, and so um, you know, you can you know, air graft and and create propagate plants through grafting and then also uh through air grafting and uh you can do it. It's just not always you know, successful in producing the same kind of fruit,
1: right? And I kind of, I kind of understand his question slash concern is citrus. That's just a, it's not. It's like a delicate, but it's still, it's one of those that I don't know. Mm. You know, it, it, it you know, you, to have a strong, healthy tree,
0: uh-huh. it's important to have a root graft, and you'll get fruit, um, you know, quicker on it, like an avocado. Right. You can, you can make them from the seeds, and you put the toothpicks in the jar like mm-hmm. we do in kindergarten. Okay. Um, but it's going to take, you know. S- Five to it's you know seven to ten years to get you know a good fruit harvest, and so if you're grafted, it'll happen much sooner. You'll get fruit you good. know the first and second year. So it's good. it's wonderful to do that. I want to tell everyone who um, joining us right now. If you missed the first portion, you missed Jeremy's great interview on how to protect over the uh, winter time. Jeremy Roden from uh, Marion County Extension Office, University of Florida IFAS Extension. And so you can go back and you can listen to it on iHeartRadio. You can listen to it on betterlawns.com. And then you can also go to our Facebook page and you can listen to the podcast. And then also on Boom, We're everywhere. So exactly. um, iTunes, iHeart, Amazon, Spotify, and all those great um, podcasts. And then you can listen to it at your own convenience. You don't have to, um, you know, get up so early in the morning. Uh, If you'd like to give us a phone call, 1-888-455-2967, or you can text at 23680. The next hour, we have one of my favorite gardeners. She is incredible. She has a beautiful garden, Northview, which I uh, visited with our garden tour this year. It was incredible. It blew me away, and her Books will blow you away. She is going to be joining us, and uh, she's going to. We're going to have a little bit of a surprise there uh, during her interview and our trip. Uh, if you'd like to learn more about it, you can go to BetterLawns.com. We are going to uh, England uh, right after the King's coronation, and we're going to spend ten days visiting the best of the English gardens, and then also to being exclusive, going on the members' day only. For the Royal Horticultural Society and the Chelsea Flower Show, which is the largest and oldest flower show in the world. Oh, that's so we awesome. We are going to go there, and you know they're going to have great memorials. If you've ever wanted to visit England, see the beautiful gardens, then next year, 2023, May 16th through the 25th, is the year to go because of the King's Coronation, King George III, and uh, we will be visiting during then, and if... It's just going to be a wonderful trip. Lots of great memories, a good Christmas present
1: for someone you love. And we're just going to go and geek out at all the plants. I'm so excited for you. I cannot wait till the show after you get back because um, I'm, I just, I, you go on these adventures and i'm just like oh, i love this you get, you bring back such good information and oh, well, yeah. it
0: inspires me for my landscape designs and so it's just it's just wonderful and when i come back we're going to have to have the microphones a little higher cuz i'm going to be floating in the air <laughs> of course you know so i'm going to be so excited <laughs> if you'd like to text please give me your name and your city and, uh, you know, your question, and that will be great because then I can give you the right information. You can also check out more about me and uh, all the information about the garden tours on my th- uh, my website, which is she, she-consulting.com, she-consulting.com. You can send me emails to Teresa.Watkins at live.com. And we are going to be back with, uh, you know, a really great interview. We're going to be speaking to Jenny Rose Carey. She is a garden author of Glorious Shade and the Ultimate Flower Gardening Guide, mm. Ultimate Flower Gardener's Guide. And it's it's a tremendous book. and uh, It's
1: amazing because I've seen it. You gave me one.
0: I love it. So, yes. It's wonderful. From the Summit Responsible Solutions Studios and SummitResponsibleSolutions.com. I'm Teresa Watkins. This Saturday morning, you're listening to Better Lawns and Gardens, and this is Florida's Talk and Entertainment Network.